Well, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Pastors in Transition podcast, where our goal is to provide hope, help, and healing to pastors, families, and churches who are navigating the challenges of ministry and career transitions. You can find more information, resources, support, a career assessment, and counseling options provided by the team at Pastors in Transition by visiting our website at pastorsintransition.net. I'm your host, Ben DiStefano, and today I share a conversation with Pastor Doug Vance. Doug was on staff at a large multi-site church in Pennsylvania, wearing a number of hats over time. From worship, to administration, to leadership development, to media production, and even as a campus pastor. And in February of 2022, Doug left his role. No controversy, no issues, just a sense that it was time to go. But with no destination. He and his wife, Becky, pulled their resources, packed up the RV, and went west to pray, pause, and put things in perspective. They took a leap of faith without a place to land. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Pastor Doug Vance. Well, hey, Doug, thanks for joining me on the uh, Pastors in Transition podcast you guys are in a little bit of a nomadic state right now. Where, where, where are you landing right now? Yeah, we have been on the on the road for like 56 days now. Uh, we live in Pennsylvania, but we took off and went to uh, the Southwest, and it's been beautiful weather most of the time until today uh, when we woke up. We're actually outside of Capitol Reef National Park in Utah, and and um, we're living in our travel trailer with our uh, seven-year-old yellow lab duchess just um you know some would say vacation i don't i mean it, it is a vacation um sort of but this is more of a sabbatical we're just really taking time to just seek god to kind of refill and refresh with my wife becky and um it's it's been a wild ride we say our theme here is uh we're on an adventure and literally when we woke up this morning and saw snow um, and it's 21 degrees in a travel trailer. We are on an adventure for sure. So yeah, well, we that's are, where we're we at are, right now. Yeah, we are recording this uh, just before Easter. So it's Holy Week as just a point of reference. You yeah. can keep you can keep the snow, man. We don't need to bring it back anywhere where <laughs> close to where I am. So uh, it's April uh, as of this recording. You've got three inches of snow, but you're on a journey. You're on uh, yeah. an adventure, like you said. I'm calling this podcast uh, Leap Before You Have a Landing, because in your experience and in your history, you've been a pastor for more than 25 years, and your uh, situation just changed where you guys left your ministry position without a place to go. You, didn't, you don't have another job. You don't have another ministry spot. You didn't technically change careers. You just left. And, and I should say, not because of anything negative, you weren't forced out. You guys yeah. just had a sense in your spirit that your time was done and you were ready for something new. Can you walk yeah. us through um, what led up to that and uh, yeah. how, that, how that leap, because you're in the leaping stage right now, how that leap took place? Yeah, I think um, for us, let's rewind the clock to like last year, probably about this time, April. You know, coming out of Easter, 
uh, Becky and I, we, the place where we're at was Tri-County Church. It's, uh, we have eight campuses. Um, we're located in Dubois, Pennsylvania and all over kind of I-80 and PA. And I'd been there for eight years and um, we'd watched it go from three campuses to eight. It was, it was a great, it's been a great run, but we sensed like God was turning something within us. Like um, our journey with TCC or Tri-County was coming to a close. And that was rough because we love the place. It was a great, it's been a great place of ministry. It's going to be a great place where um, we say we're one church right where we are. And we identified with the mission, vision, everything. But God began to just stir within us that something was changing. And we didn't know what that was. So we sort of just said, okay, God, well, we're going to commit this to prayer and just started really praying like, God, well, what's next? Because that's what we kind of thought was, well, it's, we're not going to leap. We're not going to go until we know what's next. But as the summer kind of moved on, um, and I'm going to give credit to, to Becky, my wife, you know, in one of her quiet times, she was reading in Genesis 12, you know, where, where God tells Abraham, you know, go to the land, I'll show you. And I remember that conversation between the two of us that morning. And it was just like, but God didn't tell him where he was going. He just said, I want you to go. And I think that was the first time as an idea that we just went like, oh, maybe God just wants us to go. And he'll reveal as we're faithful. And mm. that's something that's very difficult, foreign. There's a whole lot of questions that pose in that. But as the summer wore on and through some just even circumstances, like, so I, I, I just turned 50 in February. And, um, you know, our kids are grown, semi-adult. So they're all either in college or kind of, you know, starting their adult life. Um, my mom, who lived with us, she was 83. God took her home last summer. And so some of these tethers that probably we would have been tethered to begin to drop as well. And so like there was just this confluence of circumstance. And the more we took the step, the more we realized like God wanted us to leap. And so around October, um, I sat down with my lead pastor and I'm one of three exec team members helping to lead this organization. And, and Chris and I just had the conversation. I said, listen, my, my time, it was very clear that God had released us from ministry. And, you know, they were great. They were like, well, stay on until you have something. And I'm like, I don't know that that's really what we should do for the organization or even for us. Hmm. And we really felt through some just wise counsel and others in 26 years, I'd never had a sabbatical either. And so yeah. we just felt like, let's take some time. And so we decided to take some time. So we finished out our ministry in January of this year. And then uh, February 14th, uh, we got on our travel trailer and headed out of Pennsylvania. It was four degrees and snowing. <laughs> it got south and it still was cold, uh, but got to the Southwest. And we just really felt like we're hungry for what's next. But um, we just knew we needed to take a leap and let God take us on sort of a friend of mine, Bernie calls it the Abrahamic journey to just yeah. go. And so we're just taking some time and seeking God on that. Now, as you take that leap, we'll, and we'll we'll dig into that whole thing. But as you take that leap, you are you are or were actively pursuing jobs. It's not like you're you're just stepping and, and taking a leap yeah. and like uh, you know with no plan. You're you're right. actively seeking, but you decided yeah. we're gonna we're gonna stop what we're doing. We're going to get out of town for a little bit. And as these other things are working through the interview process, we'll figure it out along the way. But you put some distance yeah. between where you were 
uh, and where you are now to kind of get your head clear. Is that right? To walk us through that that process yeah. too. Yeah. As we began to do this, you know, I was already in the fall looking and interviewing. There were some things that came about. And I really, you know, at that point, it was some lead pastor stuff. And, and that may still be where God's going to take us. And I'm still actively like there was a process where I'm actively following up leads, checking with things, networking with people, um, because my heart beats for the church. Like our our job or what we do is vocation is is changing. You know, it's going from one church to something different. But our calling really isn't changing. Uh, I think what we've clarified even in this last few bit of time in this 50 days or so is that our calling is to help and be the church wherever God calls us to be. And whether that's, you know, in a local church, maybe it's with a company, maybe it's something that we're starting, you know, kind of as a, a, a coaching um, to help pastors. I think, you know, we're still trying to figure some of that out, but we're actively pursuing that. So even while we're on the trip, I'm interviewing, I'm networking, you know, we're talking here, we're doing a podcast. Uh, we started a thing called The Road Less Traveled. It's uh, just a blog and a, a video one to chrono, you know, to to do our journey, but I think two, there's some things that we're just Becky and I are blogging about and, and doing some videos, upcoming stuff, just to really share what God's doing in and through us because we think we want to be, you know, that calling of following Jesus and then encouraging other people to take that step. Like we're still being the church even though we're out on the road. Yeah, absolutely. And so take me through the process of leaping. Um, yeah. because it's, it's not for the faint of heart. Um, and, and I should be, to be fair, it's not foolishness either. Um, you guys had a plan, no. you had a plan on yeah. how to leap. So walk us through your plan of how you are, how you left so that, so that our listeners can understand, uh, the, the pragmatics of it. Sure. Yeah. I, I say, I always want to be seated. I'm an entrepreneur by nature. So I always want to be seated in the crazy seat, not the stupid seat. Crazy is like you're sort of just following where God's going. Stupid mean you're just you're just creating a lot of pain for yourself. And I think you're right. right. There's a level of balance between planning well and faith, if that makes sense. And so mm -hmm. Becky and I, I think as we came into the summer last summer, um, you know, the biggest thing I know probably in most of our listeners' minds today is like, well, how, how am I going to provide? And, you know, that's a real that's a real thing. Um, and I would say this on that side, if you feel like you're coming to a season where you need to leave or you're going to leave, you know, we're going through this thing called a great resignation. I would say develop a plan. If you know some of that, like Beck and I just, we were really tight with our finances. We were really intentional because we knew there was a season that was coming for us, um, that, that we needed to have some reserve that was there. Mm -hmm. So we sort of started to play a, uh, a Dave Ramsey sort of side that said we're gonna live on beans and rice and rice and beans and just try to sock away and then we're also you know um but at the same point in time I would also say that we did some side hustle stuff we have a, a marketing company that we built 11 years ago that's kind of what brought us to Tri-County so we did some side hustle stuff we just sort of shuffled some resources away and then also there's a faith component that just says when it came time for us to leap um we had a little bit we had some pulled away and then we also like we limited our expenses and then what we did I, I, I Ben you and I were talking afterwards you know like something like healthcare we're like how do we even like begin to think about what healthcare is like we jumped into open enrollment what we found was we found a policy 
for way less money than we would have ever possibly imagined than what even like say our church was covering for us and like that that was just another confirmation for us like god was that was a faith thing i don't think that was mm-hmm. an accident i think we just started stepping through it and in an instant like that and others god was just confirming he's like no i got you in this middle of this so uh, and i'm not saying it's not scary i mean we're anxious now i mean um we're grateful for this season but even in the middle of it like there's the humanness that just goes well we still don't have anything yet and so all we're doing is kind of savings is dwindling a little bit uh in fact but i would also say in the middle of that not only that planning side so you plan well you plan but then you let god like he's the x factor he's going to provide and we've watched god provide like that insurance is a great example there's a couple mm-hmm. other ones where we just watch god really put the situation together even as we made the call to take a leap and kind of leave what honestly most people probably thought we were a little bit crazy of jumping out because it's a great situation with a great team but we just knew that it was time for us to take that and we watched god confirm that through not only our planning but his sort of divine interaction as we were taking steps to open that door right and i think we would never counsel anyone to take a leap in the crazy sector but we would counsel people to take a leap through after wise counsel after Mm -hmm trusted advisors, financial advisors, um, uh, professional people in the professional world that can guide us in some things, Um, making a plan. uh, For instance, we're going to live in this. This is how we're going to live. This is where we're going to go. This is what we think the expenses are going to be. So again, leaping before you land isn't, isn't, you know, this, I'm going to shut my eyes and just jump off the cliff and see what happens. It's no, we're going to make a, a calculated risk because we still feel like this is where God is leading us. So there's spiritual confirmation. There's wisdom and counsel from professionals. There's financial planning that started to what you said months in advance of where you were. Yeah. Um, All of that working together. You were going to say. No. And I just, I I think you're right. I think that's such a good point. Like for those of us that are pastors, we, we whether we communicate on a weekly basis, no matter what role you're in, whether it's communication or, or, or wherever you're at, we felt as we marched along and as we as this kind of became public, we felt a responsibility as a leader, as leaders, to share this journey. It's kind of why we created this, this sort of blog side, because we want a little bit of that. Now, some of that we've remained dark, but I think on the planning side of it, yeah, the wise counsel. I've got some people that are, um, I've got a guy who's a chaplain who's 75, who is super wise on it. I've got a guy who's a colleague and I've got people who are even younger than me that were involved in speaking into our decisions as well as my executive team and staff and lead pastor, that kind of thing. But we walked through this very carefully, very prayerfully. And then there's a moment though, that we just felt like this is important even as a faith step. Like for those of us that are vocational in ministry, that's one thing, but we've got, we got all these other people. Like I was leading a campus in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania as I left. So I wasn't just an executive, but I was a campus pastor in the role. We saw it as an opportunity to, you know, again, like Jesus telling a parable, this is what the kingdom of heaven looks like. Like there are times that God calls us and it doesn't make sense. And so it wasn't just about us in this journey. It was about the people that we're walking with and discipling with as well to go, okay, this is what it looks like. It looks a little crazy. You may not understand. We don't either. 
but here's the plan. And it's probably not going to go the way we exactly think it is. And honestly, like even as we've gone through this process, I fully thought, well, you know, I'm going to know about, you know, halfway into this journey of, of us taking the sabbatical. I know. <laughs> and, and now we're, we're still there. We're like, nah, I don't know. And probably should be really anxious about it. And honestly, there are moments of that. But we felt like we needed to take this journey, not just for us, but for the people that we love, that we've led with, and that we're going to lead to. And we, we, we have this one little statement that we say, we're hungry for what's next. So we're pursuing that, mm. but we're not in a hurry. Yeah. And I know that that's difficult when you're looking at the, the things that, that we do for life. Like, again, money is that easy thing or provision is that one thing. And I don't want to minimize that. At, at the same point, though, for us as believers, what, is, what does Jesus tell us? He tells us, like, look at the sparrow. He, it's, look at the grass in the, in the field. Like, look at this. I take care of that. I think when we've taken this journey, if there's one thing that I can say personally in that, you can plan all you want, and that's important. But there is something to taking a step of faith if God's asking you to do it. It's not right. emotional. I think what you right. said, you don't just, and I think sometimes we take and we make a decision and we want to make it spiritual, but it's really emotional. Mm -hmm. I'm in a bad place right. or a space or whatever else. And so I'm going to make this decision. You have to be really careful not to make an emotional decision. You have to make sure that God's asking you to do that, that Jesus is calling you to take a leap. And if in that state, you do what you can, there's an X factor and then God provides, but it's not emotional in nature. Right. And that's where the wise counsel, the taking your yes. time and, and uh, mapping out, mapping out your, your adventure, your leap, if you will, yeah. makes sense. It, it takes the emotion out of it and yeah. it brings it back to concrete because Jesus, Jesus also said, who goes and builds a barn without laying out the plans, right? Like you don't, you don't go into battle without understanding the war that's in front of you. So for as much as we want to, you know, jump out of the boat and walk on water and do all these things, yeah. well, Jesus also said, count the cost, yeah. you know? And so yeah. there's a very much, so there is to your point, this tension that we live with, how much of it is faith and how, how much, much of it is it planning is, yeah. and, and how much of it is, 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 you know, faith and planning working together. So a lot of that yeah. was the, the preparation. Sure. Um, what are you learning now in the leaping? What have you learned <laughs> so far? Um, you know, I, I, this is where you bear your soul. And, uh, you know, I, again, you said it, I've been in ministry for 26 years and I love it. I breathe. Like, I love the church. I love the church. And I love the people that we get to walk with. Here's what I'm sad about. It took me 26 years to actually take a sabbatical hmm. and I'm a hard charger. I love the run. I love the run hard. And I would say though, the last two years, and I think this is all of us. So I'm probably, I know I'm not, I know I'm preaching to the choir, so to speak, but I, I noticed that I was coming down and that doing, and, and I know like guys like Pete Scazzaro and others, you know, I've really valued him in this season. For us, if we're not careful as, as Christ followers, as pastors, doing becomes more important than being. And, and I, I just, I had to confess that, you know? And I was doing a lot of good things. We were doing a lot of good things, but I had never taken significant time to just be. I mean, daily be, 
okay? But really, like, the more I researched it, the more I kind of delved into it, I'm like, it took me 26 years to take 10 to 12 weeks and just be. And yeah. I think what I've learned about myself is just that how necessary this time of being, just being with Jesus. Like, some of my special, I think, for both of Becky and I, yeah, we're in some great places, and it's beautiful, and it's great. And, uh, it, it's beautiful right now, but it's really, really cold. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, when I walked outside, took the dog out, I'm like looking at the buttes and they're just covered in snow. They're beautiful, but they're cold. But I think like my time sitting right where I'm at right now in our, in my booth, in the camper, in the morning, opening God's word and just taking some time and just letting God just, just feel like I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have anything to do. There's no agenda. There's no staff meeting. There's no one-on-ones. There's no, like just to take some time and be with Jesus. Um, I got to be honest that 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 was part of my vocation of helping people do that. But I don't know that me personally did it as good as I should have been doing it. And so that's what God's really teaching me right now. Honestly, what advice knowing that now, what advice would you give to guys, women, uh, families, churches who who are listening to this and and are in ministry for a long time, but maybe can't take the, the sabbatical right now, yeah. what advice would you yeah. give them like before they hit burnout? Man, I, I, I think um, I heard Craig Rochelle this week on a podcast and he said, many of us are depleted. We just, we feel like we're at the end of our rope. And that's not a great place to be feeling emotive wise. But I do think it's a great place to be because then there's only one place we can really turn for, for renewal and refreshment. And if you're sitting there and you can't, you go, oh, there's just no way I can jump out of X, Y, or Z. I would just say, start with a plan. Like, what can you do? You know, are you taking that sabbatical every, or are you taking that Sabbath every day or not every day, every week? Are you taking one day where just the phone goes off and, you know, there's nothing on your calendar uh, or, you know, picking that intentional time. I think finding things that give you life and passion, you know, and I'm not talking about vocation. I'm talking about enjoyment. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things, you know, um, and, and you can do that on a weekly, you know, on a very rhythmic, I think, start there. And if you have, and I know that's like, yeah, duh, that's almost like the Sunday school answer for pastors and staff and churches. But I say, and, and the other thing too, I would say, if you're that weary and depleted, if you're in that place, go talk to your team, go talk to your board, go talk to your church. Like you, again, you want to have wise counsel on that side, but if you need some mm -hmm. time to figure that out, like go do it, go, yeah. go find a counselor, go do so, like something to begin to heal and begin to refresh and refuel. Because if you don't, um, I think, much of what we see in the great resignation is emotional, yeah. I think. Now, I think God is also leading some of us in ways. I mean, I'm a part of that statistic now. So sure, uh, sure. that's a reality, you know, but I yeah. would say it wasn't a motive decision. It was right. a God leading decision. And so I think you really, but in order to get there, I would say this much. I had to purposely take some time, Becky and I both, to really wrestle through this together. Um, to get to this point, like what, what was really God saying? Cause, um, 
uh, we had to get quiet and, and I'm not so good with quiet. I yeah. uh, honestly, and I had to get quiet and I've had to get quiet on this trip. And that's something that I'm learning to be better at. So I'd say, if you're there and you can't take some time, start blocking out calendar, like relentlessly yeah. your time to unplug. Cause if you don't, everybody else's expectations and agendas will get forced on you. I mean, that's just the nature of church. It's the nature of leadership. Right. It's the nature of pastoring. Yeah. Which is probably which is probably what what got you to the point you're at anyway of frustration and burnout, right? I mean, you're you're not purposefully taking the time for you, and so I love how you said that. Start where you are, and where you are is today, right? So yeah. today, you know, stand up and take a walk for thirty minutes every four hours. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. This week, plan really plan your Sabbath. Um, this yeah. month, what's, what's maybe two days you could, you could do as a visionary retreat for yourself this month yeah. that just yeah. creates space of quiet. Those are all things you can do and still stay in the work rhythm where you may not be yeah. able to get out of it, uh, right now and maybe go to your board or go to your church and just say, can you guys help me with this? Cause I think nine times out of 10, they want to, they, they want to help. Yeah with those situations. So, so again, go ahead. You can follow up with that. No, I was just going to say one of the things that we did in the middle of this too. And this was one of those things. I mean, it's why we're on this journey right now, like five years ago, six years ago, Becky and I, um, our kids were getting ready to graduate high school. And we wanted to do uh, kind of this Clark W. Griswold trip, you know, we're like, I oh, will go out West. We're going to camper. And we were just going to do that on a whim. It was so accidental. But what happened six years ago is we took that trip, we came back and she and I just realized like, oh, we kind of love this. And so I think one of the things that really helped over the last, and so we actually were going to turn around and sell the camper and be done with it. We kept the one and uh, we're in a little bit of a different rig now because it's just really the two of us and our dog. But we found even in the instance, even as we were going through this, um, I think one of the things that helped us in a healthy way was we found something that we both loved together, which was camping. Or as Becky would say, glamping, because we're not like yeah. tent campers. Now, maybe you are. <laughs> right. If you're listening to this, a backpacker, I love that kind of thing. That's just not what Becky liked. And we found something that we love together. And even in the middle of the wrestling, of the leaping, we would just take, you know, we, we could literally within 15 minutes, like, get out and get away from Punxsutawney and go to Brookville or go to one of these, like, state parks. And just camping for us was and unplug. And so even when I had to work or something like that, I'd find a, a Wednesday or a Thursday and I'd literally come home from work. We'd hook the camper up and travel only 15 minutes, a half hour to right. a state park. And just for a night or two, just, and that helped us so much. And so I just, you know, find something like that, that you right. can do. And I do realize, you know, you know, you, you, with kids in school and everything else that we're at a little bit of a different stage of life right now. So we're in this transition. So it does help probably that way. Um, I feel for my buddies and my friends who have younger kids and are in that, mm -hmm. but I'd say be innovative, be creative, yeah. uh, ask for but, help. But the principle is the same. The principle is, is start where you start, where you are and do what you can, yes. but prioritize your mental health, prioritize your physical health, pri prioritize rest, which is what the yeah. Sabbath was all about. Um, and, and yeah. if you can do that on the weekly, um, and you can do that momentarily on the daily, then you'll find those opportunities uh, later down the road, your vacations will become better. But I love what you said 
um, again, in principle, do yeah. what you love to do, do what yeah. you like to do. Like that's what yeah. you've got to discover. Don't, don't follow somebody else's agenda, follow your agenda for rest and relaxation. That's, that's paramount. Yeah. And I think too, when you do that, like I'm, I'm reading, uh, we were talking before we started recording. I love Donald Miller. I always have since I read Blue Like Jazz, but I love where God's kind of taken him. And he has this new book out called Here on a Mission. And, you know, he talks about the four characters that we all play uh, or could potentially play in our lives, the hero, the, the, um, the guide, the villain and the victim. And you don't want to be the villain or the vic- the villain or the victim. You want to be in that hero or guide. And I think as I get older and I just crossed over 50, what this trip has shown me as I've rested, as I've searched, as I've just kind of just parked a little bit more in my quiet times is that God's calling me to be a guide. Like there's plenty of hills that we've taken as we planted campuses to be the hero, to be that. But as we get older, I think God, and I think we see this so many different times, even in scripture, look at like how Moses uh, mentored Joshua, got him to that moment. I mean, there's just time and time again. I think like I look at it now and what I'm clarifying is that God really wants me to be a guide. And whether that's in a ministry position in a church or with a company or consulting, or I don't, we don't know what that looks like, but I know that's what I'm created to do. Now we're just trying to figure out like where that is. That clarity only comes from us just taking time and really just being quiet with God, just really allow. And I don't think I would have heard that or seen those kind of ahas had I not just stopped and could I have done that in a regular rhythm? I could. It's just, this is what's revealed through the last 55 days or so. And it's been a blessing for us. I think Um, where we go. Yeah. We're still a little anxious on that, but I'd say, again, start where you are, develop a plan and just commit that plan. And, And if you do feel like God's taking you to leap, maybe I'll transition here. I'd say, you don't want to be stupid. You want to be a little bit crazy. There's a faith element. But I would say, like, just watch God, like, as you plan, watch God do what only God can do in the middle of that, because he will, like, even provision-wise, like, we're going to be headed up to Salt Lake, um, and I've got some things that I'm going to be doing just to earn a little bit of income. We live in a digital age where you could do some side hustle and some things, even if you had to take a leap, like, to earn some income and things like that. Like, there's stuff you can do, and then just allow God to provide as you do that, there's an active, it's not passive, it's active um, until we get to the destination of where he's calling us to. Right. I that's, that that's, sense, but. No, it does. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think that's the, that's the key. We've got to be, um, we have to going back to the start. We have to plan yeah. well. We have yep. to have trusted advisors. We have to uh, begin with where we are. We have to have, again, wise counsel in that. We have to uh, be honest with yourself. This is who I am. This is what we like. This is where we want to be. This is this is what we're good at. And then find ways, perhaps if you need to, to monetize that in the short term um, yeah. that could lead to maybe monetizing that in the long term or monetizing it in a consistent you know, side hustle that will support even wherever you land in the future. So, so that's where we, that's where you were, you were planning it. Now you left any idea what landing looks like. Oh, um, 
I mean, there's a couple different avenues for it. Um, but I, but honestly, at this point in time, it's still a little bit of a question mark, you know, um, is it, is it at a local ministry position? It is. I mean, it could be, I'm still looking at those. I'm interviewing at those things now. Um, there could also be some other, like, you know, again, we had a, a marketing company kind of before I went to Tri-County, um, and it could be something along that lines, you know, I, part of it. And again, I keep talking to kind of the trusted counselors and people that I have. The landing is still unclear. And the longer that that goes, I'm not going to lie. Um, that does get you a little um, balled up inside, you know, like, yeah. God, OK. But I think the waiting and I, 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 I waiting patiently, like just think about like all the we would say the heroes of our faith, you know, um, think about how they had to wait. Like think about Abraham and how he had to wait. Think about Moses mm -hmm. and how he had to wait. Um, you know, shoot, just think about Paul and his journey or the disciples and their journey as they, as they, you know, we see it as like, Oh, there's, there was a, there was a period of unknown waiting that they just had to sit in that. And I'm not saying that's comfortable because that's not in my nature, but I'm learning that as we figure out where the landing side is and yeah. um, trying not to get too far ahead of God, you know, so we want to do our part. But I do think like I really want to be somewhere helping the church because I think mm -hmm. some people see, see this as a very scary time. I see this as a, a very exciting time for the church. Yes, it's changing organizationally. We see all of that. If you're if you're a pastor, you you you're like, yeah, I don't want to handle any more change than what's been in the last 24 months or more. And it's true. But I also see like there are so many people in this world that are hungry for Jesus. I mean, the other night, Becky and I were we were in Zion National Park. And um, these are the divine things where you just go, okay, so I'm not in a position and I'm not getting paid to be a pastor, but I am still a pastor. God mm -hmm. still has that calling over me, you know, um, we pull in and I go to turn the water on at our campsite and literally the whole like spigot just blows up. I mean, it's like a flood. So we're, you know, they come and they shut the water off. It's just a muddy mess. Everything's in red. It's just awful. And I'm like, great. It's just awesome. You know, <laughs> and our little, our little, our little statement we say is like, well, we're on an adventure. We are on an adventure, you know, There you go. and I'm like, well, what are we going to do? And the lady comes down and she's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, well, there's this other place. It can, it's really tight, but you could fit in. And the guy who's in this camping spot, he's willing to share it with you. And I'm like, great. That's awesome. So we had to hook back up and pull this thing in. And the guy was super nice. And his name is Bill. And, you know, you just never know, like, we just connected. And so I'm like, Hey, Bill, I'm like, listen, we're going to do a fire tonight. If you want to come on out, hang with us. And so about eight 30 at night, he comes out and hangs with us. And like, we developed a friendship and like for the next three nights, every single night, Bill came over to our campsite. You know, we were only there for one night together and then we moved and he moved, but we were in the same camp. He came over every single night for two to three hours. We just sat and talked and he's a software guy and really super cool. And um, we just developed a friendship. And I just realized, like, that's that's ministry. And so while we're out on this, and, and that's only one story of a, of a bunch that I think, like, even as we leap, God's calling is still on us. And, yeah, maybe we're not der deriving a paycheck from it. we got to figure out different ways. I think that's where the church is going. 
Like, and yeah. that may be scary for some, but I'm embracing that. Like, look at Paul. Paul was Paul. Paul was a tent maker. He he did whatever he needed to do wherever he went. And I think as pastors, I know this is probably unsettling to say, but like, I think the church is changing and, and it's not going to be comfortable for us. But have no doubt that Jesus is allowing that change so that we can reach more people for him and for the kingdom of God. And if it means that we've got to go through a little bit of a journey to get there, if it means that we've got to kind of go through a different and unexpected pathway than we've ever done before, and that we've got to lean on God to provide in a different way than we've ever done, you know, I think let's embrace that. Because I think if we did, we would show the world like that step of faith of the Jesus journey in us. And so I yeah. just, it, I'm not saying we're there, we're, we're on that journey. It's not easy. It's every day. There's days I wake up and I'm like, oh my goodness, you got to be kidding me. What am I doing? God, are you ever going to use me again? But I would say, have faith. Like we talk about it so much in our, in our, in our, on our stages and pulpits. Let's live that out. If God's calling us to do it and trust him to, to lead us to those places, because that's ultimately what we as pastors are called to do. Right. Wow. That's fantastic. I, I love that perspective. I love that point of view. I love your heart with that. And it's just a reminder that, you know, even if we're not in the four walled church, we're going to reach people and we're going to, we're going to impact people. Uh, back in episode five, um, we'll link to it in the show notes. I, I talked to um, the, the NFL chaplain, Kent Chevalier, and he, he said something very similar when he talked about, he called him those Nicodemus moments where under the cover of darkness, people would come yeah. to him and ask him questions about faith. And when you, when you shared that story about the campfire, it reminded me of that conversation. You know, it, it, it maybe in our world, it's not, it's not going to be during the bright of day, but in the, in those moments of evening, when we kind of get quiet with our soul and we kind of get quiet with our spirit, we're going to go, somebody's going to come and knock on our camper door, or sit by our yeah. fire and share yeah. life. And um, that's just as impactful as, as leading a church service. And, and what it shows is you're being faithful in the moment. And like you said, even during this time of leaping, God's still using you. Yeah. it's it's a, in and the sabbatical isn't to go to sleep but it is a time of rest but god's still using you and i think that's absolutely fantastic and it's something that we need to hear we need to hear that don't be afraid of the future don't be afraid yeah. of what's next for you but step into it with wise counsel step into it with a plan step into it with a good uh plan of self-care which is what we've been talking about and just Keep your eyes open to how God would use you in those moments, because I think that that those are all parts of the landing that are going to tell the story of where you where you land and and how you land. So, Doug, tell us real quick about um, your project again about the, uh, yeah. the where we can find you, and then where we can find you online and and on social sure. media. Yes. So you can, uh, if you want to go, um, we've created a, uh, a website called the road less traveled.tv. So that's the website. And from there, you can just go the road less traveled.tv and our Facebook, our Instagram and our YouTube channels are all linked there. You should, uh, the blog is there. We've, we've done a few of those. 
uh, we've got a few more that we're, we, we kind of, we wrote a bunch, but then we wanted to be really careful in the sabbatical, not to like early on just start plowing out content, but we've got some more, Becky's written some stuff. I've got a few more things, but the blog is there. So if you just go to the website, the roadlesstravel.tv in just however you do it on social media, you can follow us there. You can follow us on YouTube. That's um, a great way to just kind of follow the journey. Some of that's on RV life. Some of it's on faith. Um, some of it's on the church as we kind of navigate and we don't really know again how that fleshes itself out but we're just trying to take a step one day at a time and allow god to just kind of lead us as we go both uh, across the southwest and honestly into what's next and um, we're excited for that we're um, a little anxious but we're also trying to just enjoy the journey and enjoy where we're at in this moment sure that's awesome well I'm sure this is gonna be inspiring and challenging to a lot of people. I'm so glad that you took the time to share your story with us today. Doug, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Ben, appreciate it. Wow, what a powerful conversation with Doug Vance. I hope that was equally encouraging and inspiring to you. Practical insights into self-care, planning for the future, and having a plan in place for whatever our leap of faith may look like. Now, guess what? Doug and Becky have landed and at the end of July, we'll be moving to their new home. This fall, we will revisit the journey as we close the loop on this story. Pastors in Transition really wants to help you where you are. We offer resources in counseling, mentoring, career assessment, prayer, and even retreat getaway options. So visit our website at pastorsintransition.net and get in touch with our team leader, Mark Fitter. Be sure to share this podcast with friends and family. Hit the follow button, the alert bell, and stay up to date on the next podcast drop. Until then, we hope that this has been one step for you to find hope, help, and healing in your ministry and career transitions.